In this episode, we have a new cosmic tea party with Awesome's resident astrologer, Jackie Sab to discuss Scorpio season, including the lunar eclipse, Mars coming into his home sign, retrogrades, and more. Welcome to Starlight Tea, where we're serving the tea for living a magically creative life. I'm Belinda Boring. And I'm Christy Cook. Starlight Tea Podcast, a member of the Once Upon a Podcast Network, is brought to you by Of Starlight and Moonbeams a team of authors and creators whose goal is to bring more magic and creativity to life. Like the stars and the moon, our mission is to share our light in the darkness, guiding others to discover their own light to shine forth too. To receive notifications of new episodes of Starlight Tea and new issues of Moonbeams Magazine, as well as exclusive gifts and offerings, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at ofstarlightandmoonbeams.com. So Belinda, what's in your cup this week? In my cup, I have a brand new cup that I got from my local farmer's market last night. It's a bluey cup. Um, it was a complete, a complete impulsive buy um, that I had to because, oh my gosh, it's bluey and it makes me smile. And so now I'll probably have to throw out or retire two of my other tumblers because I remember Jackie talking about the tumblers in, in the cupboard. <laughs> Every time I see, I get a new tumbler, I'm like, will Jackie approve? Well, this one's beautiful. <laughs> and so, um, and it's camouflaging the fact I have soda in there. Yes, I have soda. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, one day. Um, but that's what's in my physical cup right now, my beautiful bluey cup. In my life cup, what's happening? I'm still recovering from the crud trying to get back into the swing of things and have been we've been working together christy and i on some things behind the scene trying to get my articles for the sound edition of the moonbeams magazine which is exciting 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 and we survived our first freeze of the season i thought it was this hilarious how'd the I garden do I think it survived pretty well. There's two tomato plants, which I think were already, they were already releasing. And so I think that they're just going to continue. But my cherry tree, my cherry um, tomato bush, it's still doing pretty good. The melons haven't fallen off. Yeah, I got like 12 king size sheets and put my garden to bed. And it was just the weirdest thing. I felt like I needed to sing it a lullaby or something or read it a book story, <laughs> tucking it in. And just, it's one of those things, you know, a, a thing that the garden, especially at this time is teaching me, you know, about releasing and just surrendering. And I remember that's what you were reminding me, Krista, when I talked told you about it like oh, I hope my garden survives and it's like well you know we're in the season of surrender and so you've just got to surrender that you've done your part and the rest it's out of your hands now and so yeah it's still doing pretty good and I have um, I applied for a program which I'm excited about 
which would provide a mentor for me next year with my garden on how to be productive. And also then the fruit and vegetables that I grow, we would then take to the farmer's market. So it would be a really neat experience for our family. And I'm thinking for my grandson too, uh, of doing that because yeah, we've had so much, I've been giving it away and here, take this, take that and canning and stuff like that. So I thought that would be fun. So I have a meeting with them on Monday. So cross my fingers, that's going to be really good. Um, other than that, that's pretty much where we're at. We've got some big appointments coming up in the next couple of weeks. And again, it's that just surrender and trust that we're going to be exactly where we're meant to be. And there's no need to worry because we've made it this far and just trust my intuition and the things my guides have shared. And so, yeah, it's, it's an interesting week, just an interesting feel mm -hmm. for things. So yeah. What about you, Christy? What's in your cup? Well, in my physical cup, I am drinking out of one of my moon mugs that says to the moon and back and it has coffee in it still. I've been kind of nursing that. And then I have a side of water as always. And in my life cup, yeah, putting these final touches on our new issue of Moonbeams Magazine, which is coming out the same week as this podcast episode, and also on our Kickstarter, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. But I'm really excited about that and getting that officially launched and out into the world. Yeah, we have a lot going on with a starlight and Moonbeams, and it's sometimes kind of getting overwhelming and freaking me out. And the fears and the doubts and the insecurities start setting in, like, you know, we all get it in the imposter syndrome, like, who the hell do you think you are doing this? And, you know, you're not good enough. And, you know, all those things start settling in. And then also there's so much to do. <laughs> Just freaking out about that. And thank, oh, thank the goddess for Belinda. She got on with me the other night when I was on a near anxiety attack. Um, with everything there is to do. But my card today was about centering. And it really brought me back to why I want to do all of this. It brought me back to when we were in Sedona and when I was driving um, a few days later from Reno to Northern California in the mountains. And on that drive, I don't even know if I told you this yet, Belinda, I was just so excited to be doing that drive that I was in near tears. I was like, yes, this is what I want to be doing. And so centering is coming back to my big why. And yeah. that not just my personal life of um, doing van life next year, but also what we're doing with awesome and why it's important to us and why we think the world needs the magazine and the upcoming YouTube channel and the pod this podcast and everything, you know, doing our part to heal the witch wound. And that's one of the articles in the magazine as well. And I think that kind of helped me come back to center as well is just, you know, remembering the work that we need to do, the healing that we each need to do individually and then as a collective. So yeah, just trying to stay there and know that everything else is fully supported and will come to me as it is meant to be. Like we love to say is what is meant for us will not pass us by. And so yeah, just surrendering, like you said, surrendering 
to the divine, to the universe, whatever you call your higher source. But um, yeah, there's lots of that going on, isn't there? (laughs) (laughs) And it's hard when you're a control freak, when when you feel like you need to have such a tight hold on things. It's so hard. Yes, it is. Yeah, I just, for me, I've been reminding myself, do my part. I don't have to do all of it. Just do my part and I will be met where I am. So, yeah, but yeah, being a control freak, a Capricorn rising, I mean, it's like, do all the things. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. But (laughs) the rest of me is like, you cannot do all the things. I yourself is saying no. (laughs) So. That's what's in my cup. What about you, Jackie? What's in your cup? Well, physical cup. I have my coffee in my red cup because that keeps me energized. And then I have my just regular clear glass of water. So it was a late night last night. So here was the last of our Thanksgiving celebrations because Thanksgiving was last weekend. So got to be with the kids and the grandkids and it was a lot of fun. And of course, all last week and these last couple of weeks, people have been going coming in droves to get their monthlies done because of the eclipse, I guess. The eclipses. (laughs) So there's that. Plus, I'm still taking courses, taking the deep, deep, deep dive into synastry. Synastry is all about the relationship aspect of astrology, putting the two charts together uh, and seeing how how you can make things work or, or, you know, what are the triggers and what are the things that help those triggers. There's no good, there's no bad. It's all how the interaction happens. And so not only about relationships romantically, it's about relationships, friendships, family members, uh, co-workers, even to hire someone. Uh, People have been actually asking to get synastries done. So it's been keeping me a little bit busy and it's a whole new uh, way of looking at things. So pretty busy. Busy is good. And I love the astrology part. And also all the whole energy clearing thing. Like I've done a couple of houses just this couple last weeks and like the Reiki treatments for people. So I've done quite a bit of energy work in these last few weeks. It seems like (laughs) it's been coming at me. Yeah, (laughs) Keeps you out of trouble. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But I love it. I just love it. That is... It makes those busy times a lot more worth it when you love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell myself, too, when I start getting into that panic, like, oh, there's so much to do. But it's like, but I'm doing what I want to do. And that's the mm-hmm. goal is to get away from what you don't want to do. So let someone mm-hmm. else do that who likes it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So we taught, I mentioned our Kickstarter campaign. And for those of you who do not follow us on Facebook and might be completely unaware of it, we are starting a launching a Kickstarter campaign um, on October 20th, 2023. What is Kickstarter? First of all, it is our crowdfunding, a creative project. And so we are wanting to expand Moonbeams magazine end our podcast and launch a YouTube channel for 2024. And so that is our creative project. 
that we are putting out there and you can go in and back it for as little as $1. But the more you pledge, the higher your reward is if we fully fund. And so we have some really exciting rewards, including uh, magazine subscriptions, but with a lot of bonuses. And then there's some higher reward levels as well. It'll be the last chance to join our luminary circle. So if that's been something you've been wanting to do, this will be the last chance. So stay tuned for that. Please follow us on the socials or make sure you subscribe to our newsletter so you can get information on that. And we will drop the link to the Kickstarter campaign in the show notes so you can go follow it and be notified of when it goes live and all of the exciting updates that we have for it. Um, We're really excited for the offerings that we're going to be sharing through the Kickstarter. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun putting them together. Yeah. We're like, ooh, let's do this and let's do that. I would punch the heck out of this one. Ooh, I want this one. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so I'm excited for it. Me too. Okay, we've reached that part of the podcast where we get to serve the tea. And this episode is all about the Scorpio season. And we are talking and having a cosmic tea party with our resident astrologer and extraordinaire, Jackie Sab. And we're going to be talking all about Scorpio and what we can expect energy-wise from the skies this month. So... I should stop talking. And Jackie, take it away. Let us know all things Scorpio. All right then. So Scorpio, we all know that Scorpio is quite the intense driven sign. So it's going to prove to be this year in particular, quite a potent time. As the sun moves into Scorpio, we're like on October 23rd, we're gearing up for the final eclipse in a cycle that we've been working with since 2021. With this cycle finally coming to a close during Scorpio season, we're gonna likely leave feeling very transformed, renewed and rebirthed. By the end of October, something may have cleared from our lives or the stage may have been set for a pathway to come to a close. So since October 12th, actually, I know it's not Scorpio season exactly, but since October 12th, Mars, the planet of action, aggression, and sex entered the sign of Scorpio, where it will remain till November 24th. So it's definitely a good player during this season. While Mars is in Scorpio, we will begin to rely on our instincts as as a form of guidance and protection. Our confidence will be high allowing us to have the fortitude in moments of strife as we dive off the deep end, whatever it is we're doing, including your Kickstarter. (laughs) So so this can be quite an intense time that inspires us to grow and motivates us to make the necessary shifts that can take us to the next level of success. It's a time to take action and make plans about how we can make our dreams a reality. With the right amount of dedication, we can achieve anything we put our minds to. Nothing and no one can stand in our way of attaining greatness at this time, not even our own selves. So, yeah, 
So you can do anything now, Chrissy. <laughs> Van life, you can get your Kickstarter, you can get your garden working all winter, whoever, whatever. It will definitely bring a need for success at this time and the drive <laughs> to get it. But it can induce jealousy, manipulative behavior, and cause us to act out of character. At this time, we can be quite persistent. We can take the lead. It helps us to be productive and completely and complete tasks quite swiftly and with ease. Mars and Scorpio makes big declarations and follows up with statements with, with actions, not just words. Like, you know, it's, it's a doer. And sex, of course, activates Mars and Scorpio. So fantasies are awakened. Kinks are brought to life. Passions are strong in our boudoirs, so appetites for extra loving and pleasure will be prominent. Just take care of that. If, you know, just don't, don't go jumping on every, everyone you see. So the... <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jackie. <laughs> the Scorpio and Mars made me do it. And it That's sure Scorpio is pushing us to attain our aspirations. So whatever, that is the main theme. And right now, I think we all have these main themes going on, something we really, really want to get done. Would this be like the last big push of the year then to like whatever goals you were, you set at the beginning of 2023, it sounds like this is going to be really yes, good energy it is. to and actually, push it those through. started in November of 21 with the eclipses being in Taurus Scorpio uh, alignment. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you're thinking about that, it started in 2021. So when did your ideas for magically creative magazine uh page moonbeams and like starlight moonbeams when did all that start like obviously it started sometime a starlight and moonbeams the facebook page i launched on yeah. october 1st of there you go. 2021 there you go. just before the yeah. eclipse so you it's just kind <laughs> of coming to a culmination like it's happening it's real for real and then on October 22nd, I know it's the day before Scorpio season begins, but Pluto retrograde that was on since May 11th is finally going to station direct and it'll be still in her shadow period. So it has been your celestial invitation to reclaim your personal power and to prioritize purpose and driven actions. Taking time each day to slow down and work out what exactly you want by saying yes and no to whatever's not. So it helps you to live your life for you. All the signs are affected by that one. Every single one of us. Then October 23rd, Sun enters Scorpio. So we will be ready to start thinking strategically. Yay. Oh, and it's Belinda's birthday on October 23rd. Just saying. 
happy birthday. <laughs> happy so birthday. right now we'll be thinking strategically <laughs> this Scorpio season can help us tune in to our inner detective and uncover hidden truths and access our truest desires. And, and this does help us feel more free to express our passions and our intensity. What can also happen is that its shadow side could manifest itself in the selfish or single-minded behavior. Do your best to avoid getting sidelined by those possessive, manipulative, jealous kind of actions uh, as soon as you become aware of them. So since Scorpio is a ruler of the eighth house, representing the occult, the taboo subjects, and sex, of course, it is noteworthy to mention that planetary rulers of Mars and Pluto are the ones for Scorpio, right? So, which adds heavy passion and power struggles into the mix. But on the other hand, it also adds a sense of charisma and magnetism, which you can tap into during this time. Expect your aura to be exhibiting some confident and flirty tendencies. You could work up the courage to realize that you aren't afraid to ask the person that you've been eyeing up out, for example, because you're afraid of rejection or something like that, or you're afraid of asking the person for money for the Kickstarter, when it shouldn't be a problem now. You're not so afraid of the rejection. If you're feeling extra seductive, don't be surprised either. So this is the time to try out new things and spice up your romantic life. <laughs> so do expect, ooh la la. So, but Ooh, la, la. on the pragmatic <laughs> side, do expect career and finances to be top priority during this time. There could be possibilities to transition into new fields of work due to sudden endings. This cosmic gateway for you to do the internal checklist of whether you feel your current career is in alignment with your vision for the future. Therefore, you could find yourself finally leaving your job and going to school to study something completely different or you know changing jobs even your hidden desires for fulfillment are going to be top priority along with having the foresight to envision how that weaves into your current reality some changes in your career can be minor as as minor as moving in departments or being promoted but either way success is yours at this time so may you manifest wisely this Scorpio season. There's also a very strong wave of fixed energy that comes with this lunar eclipse, which means that we will be challenged to surrender, which we've been talking about before, and release whatever's out of our control. So on the 28th, as we know, it's going to be the lunar eclipse, and there's six planets that are in fixed yeah, signs. That's Mark's birthday. So is it oh my goodness <laughs> yeah well happy birthday mark and on wow and he's a scorpio so who intense <laughs> yeah so a lot of fixidity in our beliefs it's a partial lunar eclipse it's angular on the mc it's actually if anybody's into cartography then cart astrography i can't even say the word but anyways the MC is running right along Vancouver in Canada and up the northwestern U.S. Um, coast. And then Uranus is on the uh, IC on the eastern coast. 
and it goes actually the whole eclipse goes straight through the middle of australia it's going right into the uh, eastern countries so what does that mean exactly for each of us is that it's going to change our beliefs and people will be trying to do things to make it better so then you can if you have or if you want to you can check on your birth chart you can get the free one at astro.com take a look at where taurus is and what signs may fall at five degrees taurus on your chart or around there like five degrees on either side so uh zero to 15 let's say what is the cul that'll be the culmination uh, it'll be a time of ending and releasing what no longer serves you particularly during this lunar eclipse because it is the close of this uh, taurus uh, scorpio era if you will so what areas self-talking self-volatile time financially all that kind of thing which part of it and each house means something different so like if it's the first house, it's the house of self, what are you releasing? The second house is the house of worth, your self-worth. What are you believing about yourself or what are you believing about your finances? Third house is the house of teaching and, and communication. So what are you thinking about that? And on and on. Fourth house is the house of home, foundations, and fifth is creative. You know, it, it just keeps going. So eclipses do come in sets so the solar eclipse on october 14th is the kickoff so with an, the annular eclipse taking place in diplomatic libra when and it when it happens in a cardinal sign to do to boot we are encouraged to take stock of our relationships and evaluate whether we've been prioritizing others above ourselves if you listened very closely to your inner voice during this powerful that powerful lunation you may have determined what it that it's in your best interest to claim more space just for you this time is and still will be the time to nurture your self-esteem and build your confidence eclipses have that strong profound energy and we're invited into inner and outer transformation we are familiar with the movement of the sun and the moon that brings the new and the full moon every 28 days. Eclipses, however, occur when the moon reaches upper and lower thresholds of the tilted elliptical orbits. But those boundaries are the lunar nodes. And it is it is the dynamic of the lunar nodes that makes eclipses mm. so special and so powerful. In astrology, we talk about lunar nodes comprising the north and south node, which represent destiny, purpose, and evolution in our lives. The lunar nodes hold seems to be a gateway to travel through the sun, which represents our spirit, our inspiration, and our life force. And it comes into alignment with, our, with the moon, which bellies our intuitive nature, our inner truth, our needs, and emotions, and the planet upon which we bring our destiny into reality. Consider it as a portal through which our call of destiny, alignment, and evolution like can that. reach us. So that sounds big. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, intense. So, intense. <laughs> so, looking at our life journey, there's often moments when our direction took a clear shift 
and perhaps something ended, perhaps something began. We begin to meet, I mean, we meet the beginning and the ending chapters of our lives so frequently that we could say that we've experienced multiple lifetimes in this particular one. Don't you feel that? Yeah. Like, you know, from being a child to moving on your own, to getting married and trying to make it with somebody else, to having children and, oh my God, the whole life changes forever. That's what eclipses do. (laughs) Life changes forever. So whether these changes were initiated through blissful moments or those that brought us to our knees, eclipses are often at the heart of those changes, whatever they may be. What is meant for us is as clear as what is not intended for us. Eclipses are understood to be the voice of guidance, whether you consider it to be your soul, your higher self, your intuition, your, the divine, or destiny. It seems to get louder, clearer, and felt more deeply in our bodies than ever before. They are when that voice meets us from within speaking through our emotions and ideas and knowing. It aligns with changes that are thrust upon us and seems like we have no say in. We can't resist. We can't do anything. And with Mars and Scorpio opposing Jupiter retrograde that same day in Taurus, that lunar eclipse, there will be expansion of our desires and emotions. It'll be big. It'll feel so big that day. You feel that? You Do you get that sense of that? Am I talking too much here? <laughs> no, definitely do. And that, just to re, uh, recap, that is on October 28th, right? The full moon? That okay. is on October 28th. Okay. Yeah. Be ready, It's people. at 3.35. <laughs> 3.35 Eastern. Okay. So whatever that is, p.m. in the okay. afternoon. So, And then to say the least, that day you're going to might find yourself becoming overly emotional uh, due to that heavy water influence. You're not sure if you're overreacting or just reconnecting to your emotions, basically. <laughs> so, so go deep in that Scorpio season. It is known for radical transformation. So it has the ability to manifest death and rebirths in that metaphorical uh, that, and thus you can expect drastic changes to occur in your life. It is heavily encouraged to explore the depth of all our feelings that may arise at this time. Old wounds can come up, and that's the opportunity to heal right there. Changes, surprises seem to be the essence of this eclipse season, as does some kind of larger purpose. They bring a kind of cracking open that when we look back on it seems to be the very doorway into everything good and real in life for years to come. We often do not perceive or understand the purpose within the change at the moment, but there is an element of surrender being asked of us throughout this season, a trust that something is being planted in a very in that very moment, mm. regardless of whether we know uh, what that will be or not. Yeah. So like I said, oh, sorry, I said 3.35. It's at 3.24 p.m. Eastern, the partial lunar eclipse coming up. Um, so it's an eagle ruling sun in Scorpio. So opposing the emotionally driving moon 
in dependable Taurus. So these two, sun and moon, are facing off, and they're urging us to strengthen our awareness of our true motives and shift our perspectives. During this particular lunation, consider how you may be able to reframe your ideas around money and start building wealth in service of your loved ones, community, and environment. It may feel counterintuitive, but letting go of selfish intentions could actually help you help welcome more abundance in your life. Is it an upheaval or is it a transformation? Likely it's a little bit of both. Perception will dictate how you view your circumstances during this uh, Scorpio season. Some moments you might feel like everything's crashing down on you. However, the experience can end up being the biggest catalyst towards your empowerment. So while Neptune's hanging out in retrograde in Pisces during the same time, it can add that little bit of pessimism or a little bit of sadness in your outlook. The key to, really, to easing that discomfort during the Scorpio season is surrender. Have we mentioned <laughs> surrender yet today? Uh, only a few I times. I hear a theme. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a storm. Like it's one of those, we're headed into a storm. Be mindful of it. It's going to get a little bumpy and chaotic and you're going to be all up in your feelings, but surrender to it, lean into the storm because it's going to open up pure magic, just pure transformation. Like, yeah, yeah. that's the feeling exactly. that I'm getting. Like, yeah, we're in but for a storm. Like even seeing the darkest moments in your life, it will help you enhance your inner life. Without the darkness, there is no light, right? So it kind of enhances the inner light. And this could be a breakthrough for your new foundations in your life. While we may say that change is difficult, we can also say that all we know is change. We know this as we've been journeying, journeying it as long as we've been breathing. And to go against this change would be to go against our very nature, like really. So just go with it, go with the flow. Yeah, that's right. And then on October 29th, Mars and Mercury conjunct in Scorpio, which will bring a lot of vigor to your words. Your words will be so powerful that day. You can pretty well manifest anything with those words. On October 29th, I'm making October 29th, everybody, listen <laughs> carefully. Mars and Mercury are conjunct. <laughs> yeah. So your words are ultra powerful that day. And then finally, on November Fourth, Saturn, the whole planet of wisdom, structure, discipline, will station direct in the lovely, intuitive, compassionate, spiritual, creative sign of Pisces. And while it was retrograde, it was calling on a spiritual review, the inner healing, letting go of limiting beliefs, and empowering you to commit to your rituals of self-care and practices. And finally, now ending that retrograde cycle after four and a half months of that introspection, we're encouraged to strengthen our self-discipline and create new rules to live by. <laughs> now it's time to see if you can stick to those commitments. Each of us, personally, are the only ones who have the power to build a reputation that's worth being remembered for. And any planets you may have in Capricorn or Pisces signs in your chart are likely to be affected. For example, if you have Venus in Capricorn, 
money, security, beauty is going to likely be the theme um, and power as well. Or if you have Venus and Pisces, your artistry, your, your film, pictures, beliefs, compassion, and healing will be more likely to be the theme. Both of these may have uh, helped you do some renovations either in your mind, in your, in your physical space, in your ideas, but depending on which house they fall into, that's where, you know, like getting a reading would help you to find out where it is. And then you have Neptune retrograding is still going on in Pisces. So it's like right there, like, you know, with Saturn there, and Neptune there. And it's going on since July 1st, and it will be till December 6th. I know that's past Scorpio season. So you'll still see your intuition, your spiritual connectedness heighten. But this would only happen if you're open to it. You can't just suddenly decide, oh, I think it would be easy. Well, it's supposed to be the season. How come I'm not connecting? You have to be open to it. So it's a good time for healing, practicing mindfulness, as well as engaging in creative pursuits. Uh, you can find where your Pisces lands on your chart and what planets are there, which house will be most affected. I can't give you all that information here today. Otherwise, we'd be here till tonight, like, you know, till late, late. late. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then Jupiter retrograde still going on since September 5th, all the way till the end of the year, December 31st. And it has been in the sign of Taurus, and the one that encourages us to look at our self-worth. All of us are urged to reflect on values that are important to us and align our values with our goals. So we're urged to reflect on your most important values and get to work on by doing just one small thing at a time to make that retrograde work for you. And this one really affects every all uh, planets are in the sign of Taurus or Sagittarius. And uh, which planets do those houses affect in you? And then Uranus retrograde as well is since August 29th, and it will continue till January 27th. But it's also happening in Taurus. Mm -hmm. Can you see why this eclipse is so important? <laughs> like, Taurus, 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 Taurus. That's all I'm talking about, our Pisces. So uh, it's representing a transformative period where we are urged to break free from stagnant routines. Taurus does like its routines, remember? And Uranus really, really loves to shake things up, creating some kind of upheaval, unexpected uh, surprises, shall we say. So we're, we're called to be embracing change and revolt against anything that isn't working in your daily life. And this affects every wow. single one of us. The new moon on the... Yeah, and then the new moon will come on the November 13th. Fresh energy will be flowing. You'll feel a little more settled and ready to bring in this new chapter. By the end of Scorpio season, the cosmic airways will start to speed up and the end of the year will be in sight. And there's a lot of forward moving momentum pushing you to the finish line. Overall, Scorpio season is going to bring a wave of change in our lives and Scorpio mm -hmm. is the sign of transformation. But this, this theme seems to be extra potent in 2023. On November 18th, Mars conjuncts the sun in Scorpio. So this will create a very empowering time to take charge of all kinds of matters, whatever it is you want. 
And then November 21st, Mars will link up with Pluto in Capricorn, heightening our desires and the need for change. So Mercury retrograde will come back. Oh my gosh. Fourth <laughs> time. Fourth time. But that's not in Scorpio season. That starts on December 13th. What I just want to say about Scorpio season, though, is right now is the time to make all the plans. Uh, like, you know, because December 13th to January 1st, you're like, you know, you're going to hit all those little bumps in the road and, and words that aren't right, right at the holidays when you're gathering that, with family. You know, like not going <laughs> the way it should be. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yay! <laughs> So I urge you to think about that and make your plans for the holidays, your shopping, your entertaining, be fully uh, prepared, be taken care of, basically, all the little things before that retrograde happens. So as I mentioned before, we're likely to leave this Scorpio season renewed, transformed, rebirthed. By the end of October, something may have cleared from our lives or the stage may be set for the pathway to come to a close. And do, do, do manifest wisely at this time. So any questions? Anything else you want me to add? I think I, I, think I said a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, this is like buckle in, everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But this, my moon's in Scorpio, so I'm all for it. I'm like, woohoo, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's do this change. Actually, and... most people, most people should be like that right now. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you're, you're finally embracing what your soul wants you to do. And this eclipse is really helping you uh, to move forward as well as this whole Scorpio season. Can you imagine if everybody just embraced that and said, oh. and really focused on it, how different our world would be if we're like, this is what my soul wants and it's not hurting anybody else. Obviously if it is, that's not a good thing, but you know, if it's what our soul, what our higher self, what we're meant to do here, it's not going to be harmful to other people. So if we all just came, you know, if I wish everybody in the world could listen to our podcast right now and <laughs> embrace that and say and really look into yourself and say, what does my soul want? What is real for me? What is more in alignment? What do I need to surrender in the next couple of weeks so I can bring in and manifest big time on October 29th. Don't forget that. I wrote it down. Big manifest day. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. And right. your words are extremely powerful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so what what do I really want to manifest that feels right with my soul? Not just what do I want? You know, I want a big house or a nice car or, I mean, I don't think most people or a lot of people are still thinking that way, but Really, what is your what's calling to your soul? I think that's the big question for the next four weeks. Is you know what I also felt too? Like this season is a kick in the pants for procrastinators. It's like okay, you've been dreaming it, and now it's almost like, well, it is the the cosmos, the universe is like okay, we're aligned. You need to act. And again, comes back to surrender. 
just go with it. You want this, you keep saying you want it and put your words into action. It's time to do it. You're fully supported by the universe. So if there's something that you want to do, there's a plan, there's something that you've been holding back, you've been putting it off, whatever. No, no, now's the time to start moving. Cause yeah, the universe is going to kick in the pants. It's going to give you that cosmic shove of get moving, you know, That's right. like, and the reward is major transformation, uh, whether it's an inner transformation or in your outer you know, that's how I took it because I'm a procrastinator. And I'm like, oh, the universe is telling me to move. All those things that I keep putting off and making excuses for, it's like, oh, release it. Okay, we'll support you. Release it, surrender to it, go with it, and yeah. oh, watch, watch how good you'll be. And you know what that mm -hmm. just brought to mind is um, Scorpio season. We're in the middle of Scorpio season when National Novel Writing Month starts. So all you listeners, oh, yeah. if you are authors or writers or you that's something you've been wanting to do, that's what Belinda's saying, that's what the cosmos is telling you is do it. Do it now. You know, sign up for National Writing yeah. Novel Writing Month and start writing. Whether, you know, you finish it or not, you're starting, but it you're getting that extra support, energetic support to achieve this goal that you've always wanted to do. Right. That and I love that you absolutely that right. energetic support. You've got the support of the universe right there. And so no more excuses, no more fighting against it. And so, yeah. Damn it. See again. Just Belinda, get off your butt. <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> Actually, I don't think you'll have to. I don't think you're going to have to make your mind do it. Like your emotions and your, your yeah. physicality, whatever. And there's something in the cosmos that is just going to push you towards doing things. You're going to say, wow, I got a lot done today. Or holy right. shit, what's going on here? Like, how come I, I got all this stuff done? If you look back and you, if you kept a little journal of all the things you actually did that you wanted to do and you're, you're there, holy moly, what a month. Like, you know, I, and yeah. you feel uh, transformed by it. You feel motivated by it because, you know, and energized and energized exactly this is the month i love that yeah and you might even oh, see that in your you, monthly yeah. yeah 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 scorpio's good yeah they're focused they're <laughs> driven they've got you know like they're driven so it really helps oh i'm yeah. looking just don't to jump me. on everyone that you see yeah. right <laughs> I, I go back to that audio <laughs> comment just be driven <laughs> You surrender. Just don't jump on every stranger that you see. <laughs> yeah. Scorpio is sassy. Yo. It can be. Yeah. 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 But I love yeah. that. I like I'm gonna put that up on my board. Surrender. It's like don't yeah. Just just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it makes me think of what I right now. When I started university oh, many, 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 many years ago, like, uh, because I was not, I hadn't been at university for, I mean, I hadn't been in school for over 12 years. And then I went to university. Well, everything under the sun would take precedence over studying, mm -hmm. like everything. 
Oh, I had to clean the oven. I had to wash the floor. I had to do laundry. I had to make the lunches. I should be baking cookies. You sound like Whatever. a writer. Still <laughs> <laughs> <Sound> like me. <laughs> and right? Then, yeah. And then here it is like 1030 at night. And I said, oh, my God, I have to get some stuff done. So I, like I then I get my homework done. But it didn't take long. All of a sudden, like I got into the routine of of doing what I needed to do. And then I was motivated to do it. Like the oven can yeah. wait till the weekend or whatever, you know, like I'd still have my precious moments with the kids. I'd still do the things I needed to do, but it didn't have to be every single night, you know? Yeah. So, and it, it seems like uh, once you get the ball rolling, everything seems to roll with it. So that's what I feel Scorpio season's like. So it's going to be year. our snowball month yeah yeah just keep exactly. growing yep yep awesome well yeah. thank you jackie this was so insightful and i'm even more excited for scorpio season now i think scorpio sometimes gets a bad rap because yeah. it's mysterious and dark and broody and taboo and everything but um at least this year it seems like it's going to be really good for all of us which is Awesome. I, I look forward to seeing the transformations because I know our world needs it. So thank you again, Jackie, for telling us, sharing with us your wisdom and everything that you brought to us. We appreciate you so much. And uh, if listeners, if you have not contacted Jackie yet for a reading, and especially if you just want to start with a monthly reading, this might be the month to do it. She's probably cringing because I know she's really busy right now. Um, but it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you, you definitely want to get one of those. Uh, so, and then of course a natal chart uh, if you really want to learn about yourself and, you know, when she's talking about if your planets are in this sign or if it's at this degree, you'll actually be able to follow along and see um, these discussions, how these forecasts are going to affect you personally. So thank you again, Jackie. And we look forward to having you, you next month for Sag season. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I look forward to it too. And I am very appreciative of everything you do and you inviting me over to do this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Both of you, Christy and Belinda. And love you both. Love you too. Love you too. Belinda, what's your starburst today? Well, today we're just going to continue rolling on with what we've been talking about. And I just want to put my emphasis and love on um, and starburst on connecting with Jackie and reaching out. If you're someone who's interested in knowing your own astrological birth chart, because like when you look up in newspapers and magazines, the way that we grew up, like I, I knew I grew up that way. It's very basic. It's more for the collective. If you want something that really narrows in and you can use it kind of as a guide to your life, I, we can't um, recommend Jackie hard enough. She is amazing. Um, she offers birth charts, but she also offers monthlies, which we've just started doing. 
and they're so informative they're so insightful and what a monthly is is she takes you from your lunar return to the next it's a month and she'll it's kind of like a little guide for you to go through the month okay on this day look out for these things oh you know this is something if you're feeling this way jump on it and i just i just wanted to recommend that again and shine another starburst specifically on her monthlies because they're so amazing like i'm blown away every time you know we talk and then i opened up my monthly that i got on friday and i was just like wow and i felt energized i was like oh i'm gonna kick butt this month and it gives you that confidence and so yeah i know we've talked about jackie and and we've been talking with her this episode but yeah i just just felt it in my bones that we needed to shine a light on that yeah so yeah um she's amazing we really emphasize uh walking the wheel of the year because it takes advantage of the energies of the seasons and the mother nature and it's working with them rather than against them so jackie's monthlies are doing the same thing for you on a very personal basis so that you can work with the energies that are being provided to you instead of against them and trying to do things when um the stars are not aligned and that's not just a saying, you know, a woo-woo thing. The stars really can be aligned for you or against what you want to do. There's going to be better times to do things than others and that's what her monthlies give. So I'm all about that starburst too, but I will share my own. <laughs> and <laughs> it's actually not a new one for me, but I want to share it now because they're getting ready to start open enrollment in the next couple of weeks. And that is the Priestess Presence Temple and Sacred School of the Arts. Um, it is the school that I am working with for my Priestess Path. And um, at the end of the month, they do their Samhain. Uh, it's a four or five day series um, of surrendering and releasing what's happened for this year and then preparing for the next year. And then they start their open enrollment for their programs for 2024. So I just wanted to uh, bring them into our light and we'll drop the um, links in the show notes so you can check that out. And if it's something that you're called to, um, if anything, do the Samhain ceremonies with them and see if that is something that you're interested in. And then you can go from there. I looked into some of those things uh, with the priestess presence and they're amazing. Your mentors and the teachers and Elaine, who's the founder of it, the focalizer, very insightful. Oh, Just yeah. take some of those quizzes and um, yeah. I wanted to add my voice to your starburst too. <laughs> like I I was blown away just the, the feeling and the love that they have for what they do. Yes. And the compassion that they have with people. So yeah, absolutely. Definitely check out both of those links in the show notes because they're just they're more tools to help you be your more authentic self and to create that magic in your life. Right. 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 And they, they hold a very strong, amazing container of, like you said, compassion of non-judgment of 
um, connecting in with your authentic self. And I mean, it's such a safe place to be. And that's what I really appreciate about them. And the witch wound and the sister wound, you, you can find healing there because you learn that there are amazing women out there who are here to support you. And that's what um, awesome is all about. That's what we're about, what our ceremonies are about too. Um, and then priestess presence is on a, just a bigger level. Um, so yeah, there we go. So thank you so much for joining us for this cuppa. Please come back next Wednesday when we'll be serving the tea on another deliciously magical topic. You can find Starlight Tea on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Player FM. And in the meantime, be sure to follow us on Starlight Tea Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you have a question or a topic suggestion, feel free to DM us or email us at hello at starlightteapodcast.com. We hope you'll join us next week. And in the meantime, remember to keep your teacup overflowing so you can serve from the saucer. Now go make some magic.